0: I am here with physical human beings, uh, producer Ross Spencer, of course, but also we are joined by Baz, who is over there, a little off the mic, and then Burke, who is furiously Instagramming. uh, Yeah. Hey, hi. uh, Doing it all for the gram. All for the gram. Um, And we are all vaccinated and seeing each other in person Mm -hmm. and breathing Our hot, hot breath on each Mm, other. So hot. And uh, it's been far too long, gentlemen. So to breathing our own hot, hot breath
1: all over each other's faces. Cheers. Cheers.
0: It's the weirdest cheers
1: yet. But now you can get rid of the soundboard because you can cheer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now we can get rid of the soundboard.
0: Hey, everybody. I'm Caleb. I'm Spencer. And this is a Mix six where we drink six beers, have six conversations, rate them on a five point scale, bring five dudes to a one table with four microphones and uh, numerologically assemble uh, a podcast. So we did it now that we have unlocked the code of the universe. Um, I guess we should do an episode. Yeah, let's make a fucking podcast, man. Uh, Do we have a pre... We do have a pre-party. I am launching every Patreon. Mm -hmm. All All of them. them. Yep. (laughs) Um, The the first two you should back are Delta Green Dead channels and Habanon Games Open Design. Uh, And I am also launching a Kickstarter called Phase Anatomy um, starting on May 28th. So please back that because I would like to stay alive and that's what I'm doing for a living. Now. Caleb will have so many patrons Patreon's, that you can just go to Google, type in Patreon and hit enter <laughs> and Caleb actually gets money. That's actually not true. Well, it takes slightly more than that. Oh, and okay. I would prefer you complete the process. Ah, okay. Okay. Yes, correct. Um, correct. Yeah. So, complete the process. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it is also, there it is. Um, Despite the wonderful thing that has happened to us, with the friends now. returning, come on now, uh, the return of our prophesized annual doom. Uh, yes, everyone, it's all that time that we weren't waiting for. It's come again. Foodma, foodma, wow, wow, wow. A, you know you're all excited. B, I'm the most excited. I'm C, stoked. Ross, if you could find a, a, a sound effect to slip in there for food month, mm, a tra- rap horn or something. I'll think
2: about it. Yeah, 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 We're yeah. recording live. It's different now.
0: I got, I got it. son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> you want to be one way? It's going to be Okay, another. we don't need to boo Andrew Baswell. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the cool thing that happened over COVID. Caleb made the actual most loathed rating system in the history of the show. And so now, no matter what I do, it's a little better than the dr pimple popper thing oh (laughs) Oh, yeah no see that was fucking disgusting yeah it was horrible uh but you know what i supported him as a friend and a co-host and so i'm excited that he's not done the same for me today i was
2: uh, very unsurprised when it uh, had the reaction of it yeah yeah yeah. what i really like about it is that it kept going yeah people were
0: still mad about it anyways all right, so uh, I've we're recording two episodes today. It's a double, mm-hmm. and I've decided to make the more controversial food rating first. And I'm a little practice here, both being around humans, you humans in particular, mm-hmm. and doing food rating systems. So I wanted to pick something that I thought maybe I could... I'm, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm ingratiating myself, I think, to the room, but I don't think this will go well. Okay. So here's what I'm doing. We're going to rate our beers today on a five-point scale based on... Event specific foods so foods that you get at specific settings that have unique meaning in that setting oh is wet chicken making a comeback wet chicken is not making a comeback okay. but that's actually one of the things i was thinking about yeah. we have had such a such a bonding experience over wet chicken over the years oh, that i think about yeah like eating chicken at a, at a wet I chicken have, i right. have slurped down so much wet chicken right. This dude hates a sauce yes he does but, <laughs> but he'll eat a wet, wet, wet chicken chicken. Chicken. chicken with the sauce yeah of some kind so here we go a number one the worst event specific food the thing that is the most disappointing and most disgusting thing that you get in a specific place for reasons. It can be anything at the circus, but specifically circus peanuts. Oh, Oh, Hard one. Hard one. They are absolutely awful. I don't know why people eat them. We're not talking about Kale's favorite candy. We're talking about actual peanuts. Actual. He's talking about actual peanuts. roasted peanuts. Horrible. Those things are fucking garbage. Absolutely awful. Whatever it is about that setting and the way in which those things are cooked and recooked in the same dirt over and over again, night in, night out, is... Absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. Anything that they serve at Texas Roadhouse is a red flag. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, if there's also a restaurant where you can throw this thing on the floor, oh, don't yeah. eat it. Yeah. It's when, like a good When rule. I heard Texas Roadhouse had rolls, I almost gave up bread. Right. Right. I am very fat. So I didn't do that, but I don't like peanuts. No. They're that bad. All right. Number two, things that people get specifically at certain events, and I can't figure out why people like this thing, and I'm I'm probably going to get some booze here, and again, I don't care carnival funnel cakes.
2: Wow. I don't like mm. them. I don't, you don't like, like them. a funnel cake.
0: No, what's wrong. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, funnel cakes are not good in and of themselves. The reason people like them is because it's breaded. It's fried dough with a bunch of powdered sugar. And I think the thing yeah. is people really just like powdered sugar. Mm. Funnel cakes in and of themselves are not good and they are disgusting. It's just, it's just a grease machine that you're carrying around with you while you're like, Hey, let me, let me like, uh, let me like, th- like throw a ball at some milk jugs. This has zero zero to do with the taste yeah. of the actual quality. This is entirely based on its service well, to you. Like well, It's an entirely presentation-based rating system. What and is food, food if not an experience? And the experience <laughs> of eating a carnival funnel cake uh-huh. is crushing. I think the me. experience of touching a carnival funnel yeah, cake to is crushing. It. That's exactly it. right. Okay. And, but if someone was like, <laughs> here's a fork with some funnel cake, I'd be like, nah, I think I'm good. I think I'm probably <laughs> That's because you resent it for making you yeah. touch it one it, time. It, it, yeah. You can't argue that s'mores taste that. Yeah, you can. I mean, you could at least argue that three constituent elements of s'mores taste better see episode whatever it was on oh, the mix podcast whatever, we're not doing this again no, right yeah, <laughs> right was right the, the, the touching that yeah which is an important thing by the way because that's how that's, that's the how it gets consumed right yeah okay three uh, uh run-of-the-mill expected event food movie popcorn yeah, it's fine. Uh, I have some dark, dark memories of movie popcorn. Having cleaned a movie popcorn popper for years, and I still get a little nauseous when I smell movie popcorn. But it is what it is. It, it's salty. Uh, it has butter flavored topping on it. Is this it. like bog standard? Or are we talking like we can get some salts? We get some, get some gourmet. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to it. Yeah, like, if you want to throw some like parmesan on it, okay. you know, or like some dust whatever. I mean, that brings that's a new level for me. Yeah, it's it's all. It's all just one it's thing. All there. three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we're getting into the good stuff. And I don't know if this is true for where you guys grew well, up. Popcorn's really just a butter delivery system if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, well, butter flavored yeah. topping. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that criticism right. of thing mm-hmm. foods before. Yeah. That's right. right. Okay. Uh so so when when I was growing up in Blue Springs Missouri we had uh, like a like a fall fun fest or whatever you know like a very regional two or three day event with like booths and vendors and rides and food city council money laundering scheme 100% uh huh cool and and every year the like big draw at this little festival was the burger made by Timothy Lutheran church. It was like literally called like the Timothy Lutheran burger. Like people would go nuts for it. They'd line up for three days and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I went to a few other like local or regional municipal kind of like festivals over the years. And I found that like, there seems to be a thing where the burgers served at a specific location in these municipal regional festivals are just mind blowing. And so the like state park or the, so want to be clear. your are recommend- State Fair Burger. Not just any state fair. A, the Lutheran. You're, you're recommending a specific burger made by a specific Lutheran church no. in Missouri. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is, as I started to go to other little regional festivals, I learned that there was always some burger stand there that was really good. It wasn't So any burger at a state fair is instantly good? It seems to be really good. Okay. Yeah, so All state right. fair burgers. I don't
2: have the data on this, but right. I feel like... I do, and All I'm right. telling you... put a little you, funnel cake in it. That, that fuck that.
0: <laughs> fuck <laughs> that. Fuck <Yeah. laughs> that. Yeah, right. yeah, like yeah. a
2: funnel cake bun.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, and then last but not least, uh, and it is probably the most generic, but I think also the most delicious, it's a ballpark hot dog. That's a hard five. Ballpark hot dogs are objectively good. They're objectively great, even. They taste exactly like they're supposed to take. The bun is a little bit soggy because it's been wrapped in foil for mm-hmm. mm, six days, and uh, and they have... They don't taste like other hot dogs they taste mm-hmm. like ballpark hot dogs that and that is a special special age. event oh yeah oh age is a kind term yeah not water <laughs> age soured maybe even <laughs> a little bit water yes aged. and it Fermented. is delicious throw Ooh. a little ketchup on that son of a bitch if you can find some mustard get it in mm. there we're back to hot dog toppings ballpark hot dogs are a hard five and with that we're getting beer and we'll be right back stay off the top oh, we not yeah. the first beer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Spencer, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the first beer that we're going to review together and could in theory share if we wanted to in quite some time. Uh, This is from Funkworks and we've had a couple of their, their other provincials. The raspberry is kind of the primary one. They also do a pretty good Saison, I think, but this is a pineapple guava provincial really like pineapple. Honestly, not crazy about guava. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to read to you what it says on the back of the can. Occasionally we get beers that say pairs well with, and then it will give you like some food things, you know, like fish, Mm -hmm. barley, whatever. <laughs> this he says, eat barley. Yeah, this says pairs well with uh-huh. paid vacation, which is just the weirdest thing I've what seen. What doesn't say, pair well right? with paid vacation? Who the fuck put that on a can? The United West? States.
2: My yeah. God. Yeah, well, so anyways, I'm going to drink it. All right, he is taking some bright yellow can. Looks very nice. Uh, very, very cheerful. You can see it on Instagram. Yeah.
0: No, no ah too um, okay okay uh it airs
2: nicely with democrat you prize, know it'll yes. wipe that taste out of your mouth uh, some malort some malort yeah, yeah. no it, it'll wipe a lot so would xenomorph in, blood, in blood. Yeah. um <laughs>
0: well, I'm not gonna recommend you drink it just oh, that's wait. a good
2: name for a mixed drink xenomorph blood i'm sure i'm sure it
0: exists well, yeah. well, somewhere well it's a- got malort in it if it's called that <laughs> right yeah um that is just too much guava uh, and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a, that's a two for me, uh, which for those of you keeping score at home, a two was a, as he panics and pulls his list out funnel of the pocket again, thank you was a funnel cake, obviously uh, specifically a funnel cake that you get at a carnival. Uh, it's not very good. I'm going to drink it because that's what we're here to do today. Mm-hmm. And with that, Caleb, we are in dissecting our fun. You have proposed this topic. What are we talking about? Uh, anyway, xenomorph you blood, if you ever want to make it at home is, a glass of malort with food dye of green color in it warmed in a microwave for 30
2: seconds so, add mountain dew yeah. No, add a little gelatin so it's a little oh thick. no no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, and you need actually not mountain dew uh, monster energy
0: well yeah there are variants uh, yeah, yeah
2: yeah it depends on where you're getting, you need that acidic kick you know um
0: anyway what we're talking about is what i think should be the new. Um, back to form. Everyone's vaccinated. Gaming sensation. Hell yeah. because uh-huh. um, I was thinking about um, playing games with people again, right. And how excited I was to do it. Yeah, but I was also thinking, like, do I know how to do it anymore? Because like, Sarah and I have developed like word-free mm-hmm. board game yes. language at this point because we've been inside <laughs> so long. Uh, and I was like, how do I do this? And I was also thinking about like social anxiety and stuff. So. What I've come up with is, I think what everyone who is trying to do, like everyone's vaccinated, to show your card and let's have social stuff again, we should do mega games at cons because mega games are giant uh, mixed media RPG slash LARP mm-hmm. slash kind of model UN things where you're like, oh, uh, we're gonna do a risk like scenario of alien invasion. Your team is this country. Your country has this stats. You can trade with this country to do that. Mm -hmm, You can mm -hmm, do that. mm -hmm. And so you have these various roles in these large, like, role-playing game experiences, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's very useful for getting back from a pandemic because um, by picking roles in that team you can pick your comfort level with human experience. Like if you're because like if you have to go talk to central and do a rules adjudication, you're a person who's very into this. But like if you're just like, holy shit, that's a lot of people. You can play a polyomino game to make sure the reactor doesn't explode or whatever mini game is also necessary to run a mega game. So like Mm -hmm. sort of by different differentiation and specialization, you can Sort of cater your own comeback to experience. And here's my other thought uh, I still think that'd be very difficult because everyone's traumatized during a pandemic. So everyone should do it drunk. Oh. I think we should do drunk mega games. I think that's the way to get back to society. So just just a keg. You can go get some or not. You're playing a little mega game and we're just like going to see whether the aliens are stopped or we build the. I don't know. Maybe it's a Euro game mega game and we're just trying to like log a right. German forest in yeah. the 1300s. I or, don't know what just it turn is. turn one log into the most wood. That would be a <laughs> yeah, very can, Euro game. Who can make the most wood out of a log? <laughs> out of one log, yeah. here's a keg and 200 people. Yes. Yeah. Get to it, loggers. Yeah. yeah? I'd be down. Um, I'm kind of interested in this. I
1: think, I think that there's, there's, there's some, I'm calling some it a here.
0: mega drinking game. Right. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: You were shaking your head. No, no, <laughs> I was just conceptually confused cause I didn't know what a mega game was. Oh, right. So I thought these were some new drinking games, not mega games with
0: no, drinking. no. A mega game is like, um, a mixed media game that has a number of like, basically every mechanic components going on. Yeah. Um, but actually it's basically a series of games interconnected into like a larger thematic system. So like, but you could do that with drinking games. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like a mega game is like you play captain sonar, which is like more advanced, uh, battleship. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but like we're at the table playing captain sonar, but our friends and teammates who are playing our nation's military mm-hmm. are negotiating to try and stop our game of Captain Sonar right. mm-hmm. before we cause an international incident. And the NATO tables watching them and then the SEAL team flicks is going on over here. Yeah. Like ground war. And it's like this big it's the convention and everyone's doing their own thing. But all of the things are also simultaneously have connected mechanics so you're sending people over to other tables but some people are just like I'm firing my torpedoes right Um, and I I think you could cater it and I think it would be better if everyone was drunk so yeah that's not the idea I had okay yeah yeah. when you said mega mega games I was thinking like just large versions of drinking games like (laughs) like you have like giant Jenga and I was thinking like you could take like a tractor tire and throw it off of a like a roof and try to land it into like a
1: Like a little giant beer pong. Yeah, giant, giant yeah. or giant quarters, giant quarters, yeah, yeah giant be, quarters, beach ball,
0: yeah. beer pong would be very difficult. Yeah, for oh, it would be very be easy to win. Yeah, someone's <laughs> yeah, yeah. We well, just get thirty gallon trash cans and and then a basketball and then set up some pyramids and bingo bango. You got yourself a but but I think but to Caleb's point, especially at cons, I think the allure of giant beer pong far less than the allure of giant mega game. And if you're getting drunk also at the same time, I yeah. mean, I just think that that's got more pull to it, right? Well, Baz hasn't inspired me so we designed one all right yeah you remember arcade from the x-men franchise (laughs) whose entire uh mutant power was somehow taking control of the danger room again right um the mega game is you all have mutant powers that's your individual larp rpg power Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. arcade has invented his most devious danger room yet nothing but large-sized, comically huge drinking games. Oh, like the (laughs) Super Mario 3 world, where everything is just massive. So you are LARPing X-Men trying to drink their way through one of Arcade's death traps. Yeah, I'm there. With uh, Beach Ball, Beach Ball Ping Pong. Yes. Um, Uh, We need like we need like a cornhole style cup that involves like weightlifting because the the cups are weighted. (laughs) Right. Um, Um,
1: Giant chandeliers with actual chandeliers.
0: Yes. Actual chandeliers. chandeliers. Uh, This is getting expensive. The quarter throwing is just disc golf. You just, you just paint, you just paint Frisbees like quarters no, and you got to sail them. Into... <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a CrossFit section for like the yes. people who don't like role playing, Right. So they can just go do move heavy stuff. Or like, yeah,
2: no, that's important. You gave us four points. You know, you some know, would say the CrossFitters <laughs> are role playing.
0: Um, but you yeah, know, yeah. There, there actually is an
2: RPG, uh, we could tie into this called lifts powered by the Apocalypse, uh, <laughs> where you have to do exercises, uh, instead of rolling dice to resolve skills in the game. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think we uh, yeah, that. like one team is playing Xavier and the other is playing Magneto, and you're just having philosophical debates. Mm-hmm. It's just like a forensically off to the side, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think we can do it, so sure. 100%. I'm just saying join us for mix six con twenty twenty two yep where we play uh arcade gone wild right the mega game i have just devised and right. everyone who buys a badge gets seven free copies of party foul
1: <laughs>
0: so it's, it's a really good use of your phone it's actually required right you cannot turn them you down. will take them somewhere <laughs> else um hey let's get more beer Caleb, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking the Melvin Velvet Rut, an Imperial Smoked Porter uh, from the experimental series. It is eight point five percent. I don't like that they called something Melvin Velvet. Like that's just infuriating to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's I don't, a tall boy. It's game.
0: irrational. I don't. Yeah. But I'm mad about it. It's I'm, pretty good. I'm really mad about it. It's pretty good. An Imperial smoked porter, is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, the Imperial is not too strong in the alcohol because right. it's beneath that 10% sort yeah. of line where most of them ride. How's the smoke, though? The It's very light. Oh, okay. It's very... Uh, yeah. Would you agree? I, I barely get any. Oh, so kind of just an Imperial porter. It's yeah. In... But good. It's got some sweetness, uh, and it's still a dark malt, yeah. so...
1: It's smoked, but it doesn't have that, like barrel-aged twing that they always... Oh Yeah, yeah
0: and it yeah. doesn't have the sort of... doesn't over. have yeah. the sort of
1: cigar flavor. Yeah.
0: yeah. It doesn't taste like an ashtray. It tastes like a smoked beer. Yeah. So, uh, I'm good um, with that. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a four, which you called... Uh, the four was the uh state burger. fair burger, you, burger. Uh-huh. oh yeah a yeah. burger from a lutheran church potentially yeah yeah Could okay. be the timothy lutheran burger well was yeah, yeah. if burger from a lutheran church then mm. yeah. what are we talking about yeah uh well burger from a lutheran church but but also while we're here we actually have segments to do and in this segment <laughs> we're going to do the honorable judge producer ross which was tied for your number one vote get that
2: goddamn time
0: Uh, And for this segment, Ethan Cordray suggests as suggested on the discord, boy, oh boy, if you folks aren't on the discord, you are missing out and you can be on the discord for just $6 a month. Just go to patreon.com and look for the mix six podcast. It's like
1: he never left.
0: It's like he never left. (laughs) Always be closing. Uh, Ethan Cordray suggests uh, as suggested on the discord, Spencer Walton, man of means, Spencer's family, that's me, has finally unlocked his absurdly huge trust fund. That is not me. Uh, And now he exasperates Marxist Caleb by describing how he's wasting it on terrible, terrible lifestyle decisions, like buying that mansion that looks like a 90s conference center. Uh, Wildcard didn't win, but court is in session. We all have the potential for Bezos money, but only one of us gets it. It's up to producer Ross to decide. So now we're all going to make arguments for how we would spend producer Bezos money. Yeah. Yeah. And then producer Ross gets to determine which of us gets it. Uh, Producer Ross cannot give it to himself, which I know he will do. Right. uh, Because this is an actual
2: democracy, like real court systems. Right. So, uh, you got to give it to one of us. We each get to make our case. Oh, yeah. So the, the mansion they were referring to is the $80 million Crystal Palace uh, at Branson uh, uh, built by Robert W. Plaster, uh, mm-hmm. who is a Springfield business magnate. There is <laughs> lots of buildings named after him. A lot of Plaster buildings. A a immortal placer- ghoul. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, it does look like a fucking conference. It's like part office building, part house. Yes. Like he wanted people to do business in his house. And they did, yeah. Until he died. Well, we're doing business in your house right now. Yeah. Well, not not like with escalators and offices. Well, get an escalator. I, I, I'll, yeah. No. Well, I guess that's one thing you can spend the money on.
0: I, I had to walk two whole steps down into your basement earlier. Yeah. 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 Which I, is your garage. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I was gonna say I yeah. I have a basement. <laughs> right. Well, well, well I mean it's
0: slightly lower than the rest of the house, yeah. so I think yeah. sure. In terms of altitude, by definition, it is your relationally basement. yeah the, the, yeah the lower room. It's the a
2: lower room. Perspectively, a basement. The car hole. Yes, yeah. we call it. A subjective so, basement.
0: Um, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to admit something, and I don't... Here's my thing about how I want to spend this money. I know in order to win, all I need to do is spend it in a way that would give Ross and Maddie something meaningful for their lives. Sure. Fuck you. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. And so I'm trying to figure out how badly I want to win... Or do I want to just really go for it and hope that it's good enough? And honestly, I don't know yet. Yeah, so it really I'm, depends on the strategy of what the other people, right. I'm going to sandbag and I'm going to go last on this Burke. How would you spend the money?
1: Sure. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of options. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I feel like maybe a long time ago, but a couple of years ago, there was like a missile silo for sale.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. The one uh, in Kansas. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I would buy that mm-hmm. and start a oh, center for wayward slap fighters. <laughs>
2: yeah um they, they're, gonna like a, they're gonna they need him they're gonna come out of help. Branson I don't yeah. feel like
1: they got a good pension yeah. they definitely do not no. so Healthcare um, shit
2: slap fighting for those who aren't aware <laughs> is are fights that are just done one they just slap each other. One at a time. One at a time. Yeah. Until one of them taps out or is knocked out. Right. They, these are big dudes and they knock people out with slaps. Just right. a
0: bunch of 28-year-old truckers being led around yeah. by like nurses and candy strippers. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, just they, one side look, of their face. It's just okay, Mr. Yeah.
0: Mad Dog. Yeah. It's time for your applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've yeah. watched more of these videos than I care to admit and I don't think it's fair to call it slapping. I mean, that just it's, seems it slapping. Like,
1: well... It's I, got very strict rules about like you can't hit with the heel of the hand, right, right? the Open palm. You're in the yep. slap region. Yeah, you're in the slap yeah, region of the yeah, fist. The slap that. zone, no, as we no call clubbing. it. Right. No clubbing. Right. No clubbing. No
0: clubbing. Can't be too high. Can't right. be too low. You can't know, flinch, flinch either on the yeah. che- on the cheek. The no flinching thing. I mean, yeah. just just the muscle memory you're working against there. The instinct. Yeah. You know, just to hold. They
2: it. really are. They really are. So better Right.
0: Okay. So Burke is buying a missile silo and turning it into a like uh, a recovery center for yeah. for slap wayward slap fighters. Yeah, that's not the worst use of the money well technically it's right now it's the only use of the money so it is both the worst and the best okay yeah uh Baths, how do you spend the money um i'm gonna like hire a
1: bunch of um like somali pirates mm-hmm. and just start a big pirate like armada C- you would, see a thieves irl yeah but like i'm gonna like fund the somalia like all the money goes all to of them. It? all of it goes to them
0: I don't want them to improve as a nation. I'm pretty cool about what they do. It's pretty rad. You just want more piracy. I don't know that it is. They don't often hurt people. Often. Often. And that's pretty good for a country that goes around, you know
2: pirate piratine
0: okay so you want to start eric prince's blackwater navy that he tried to do before getting shut down by the state department yeah but the opposite cuz i want it to be for like fun purposes not for <laughs> evil american like expansionist you want to fund pirates for fun a sort of purposes. party armada yeah just like the parties. good times are coming whether you want them or not like a party boat <laughs> <laughs> but with pirates all right <laughs> Yo, uh, Caleb what would you do with the money uh, I do like pirate party boat but uh, um, okay I would I would do two things with it sure and we will all we will there's al- a lot of money we will alternate yeah all right? so I will do one massively uh-huh. wonderful thing for humanity I right. will like secretly produce vaccine and then just make it appear one night in a city mm-hmm. and like violate copyright laws I will do that kind of stuff but that's so you don't have to feel different gui- kind of piracy. That's so you don't have to feel guilty for the other thing I do, Uh-oh. which is don't love that elaborate legend producing pranks. Uh Just that town disappeared overnight. We don't we don't know what happened. Now, the town only existed because I hired actors to live there two years previous. And uh, we we had speed rehearsed, taking it down to the bones. uh, And then everyone signs an NDA that is like a deal with Satan. Uh And we just never speak of it again. Then one more super nice thing. Then haunting. Disappearance or weird Carmen Sandiego prank. A skyscraper goes missing. I steal a bridge. Like just ridiculous. I'm going to put some magic back into the world, you're, you're but just, I'm going to make sure you have
2: what you need to cope with it. Yeah, some super villain type shit.
0: Yeah, but but also also, also the antidote. But like, I will say, look, we accepted a lot of evil with capitalism before. Uh-huh here's my evil. I'm not going to hurt anybody, right. but I am going to cause weird, bizarre things that will make us talk about it forever. <laughs> right. Yeah, And then I will go do something nice next. Yeah. I promise you've made do with worse deals. <laughs> that will be my pitch. Like this is a drastically improved yeah.
2: system. Yeah, no, it's a good trade. <laughs> so I mean, you're, you're, you're really going the, between that line between prank and like, terrorism. Like at this point you're just like, well,
0: <laughs> I don't know, mayf. like we can mix it. Like okay. what if we uh kidnap Bill Gates one night and make him wake up in an elaborate maze? More more
1: more of the terrorism, but That's yeah. That's illegal, buddy. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, what if, if they felony? know you did it? If it's just a labyrinth that happened to Pop up overnight around Bill Gates because uh-huh. he may have drank the wrong thing at my party. Who's to say how he got there? I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, you, yeah. Okay. So Somali Pirates is problematic, but yeah. <laughs> you're drugging. I'm glad you came around you're on drugging that. Drugging Bill Gates right. and putting him in your fucking like Riddler palace. Right. <laughs> Heroic. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But p- problematic. Right her heroism i will tell you we'll play pranks too
2: <laughs> with our cargo right we'll
1: see pranks. i i will we'll
0: tell you when, when did that five million dollars worth of crude oil go? when burke leaned in with a recovery center for slap fight athletes mm-hmm. i was kind of like ooh low bar and now i'm kind of like no right now burke's getting this money i think yeah so okay let tell, me, tell, you. How tell me you don't you. want some mystery back in your life right I'm, no, totally. That's why I watch Murder She Wrote routinely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. fine. I changed mine. I will. I will re- rebuild Kuala Loon City. Oh, Kuala oh, oh, City. Wow. Wow. Okay. Pandered. No, I like that. Judge, objection. <laughs> nope. Overruled. Yeah. Not even the judge. Uh, okay. Last shot. Yeah. Um. Uh. In honor of Ross Payton, mm-hmm. you can tell what I've leaned into. Yeah. Uh. I. I believe that your greatest contribution to this world mm-hmm. is that you have intentionally or otherwise started a wildfire of content creation over the last 15 years. Yeah. But the problem with content creation, as we've all learned is that in and of itself, it is not a, it is not an easily sustaining career. You have to cobble together a lot of things. So here's what we do. I'm going to buy a big ass building. Maybe that conference center. And we're going to turn it into the Leland Payton Foundation for Podcasters. And it will be a co-working space for content creators who can both live and work. Yeah. Ross, you can stay there if you'd like. You and And Leland Payton. And and that's the thing. We're going to give him like daily TED Talk style hour long sessions over lunch. (laughs) No, you give
1: Leland an allowance to go buy presents. Yes. For everybody. Yes. He gets to
0: decorate the place. He gets to deck it out and whatever the fuck he wants. And then he gets one hour every day to just just educate us on the world. So you're basically also trapping people in a death labyrinth. You're just not planning on doing anything good that's to make up for it later. Oh, no. There's complete
1: transparency in what they're getting. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if anyone's listened to this podcast, I have not
0: lied about a single thing here. Like, you're signing up. It's on the writer. Also, you might get hay- Haywire. And that's kind of like... Oh, no. That-
2: I think this would have to have like a giant size. Statue of Haywire. Oh yeah, like out front, like in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when
0: you card just to get through the entrance you probably are like attacked by one of those marionettes by (laughs) Like probably the way you get beeped into the building right Mm -hmm. yeah so anyways that's what i'm starting the leland foundation foundation leland payton foundation for podcasters yeah
2: um now i will say the ultimate pandering answer that i would automatically win over everything else uh, now that you've all given your answers uh if you had said you were going to build a giant pyramid out in the desert out of jerry Maguire vhs tapes yeah that was the number one answer yeah Uh, i feel like somebody's already worked on that. I know that's what right. I mean. I would yeah. give them all the money to finish. Yeah, it. but you gotta have your own ideas, Russ. Well, yeah. The original. It's the best idea, though. Anyways, uh Spencer wins because <laughs> yes, I'm shameless. Uh I sure for are bingo. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <Yo>. uh-
0: <laughs> welcome back. And yep. this has been an object lesson in why the US court system doesn't work. <laughs> Nailed it. So, moving Nailed on. it. Next se- segment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kirk. what are you drinking? I'm not drinking anything. Ross Yeah,
2: is. I am drinking. Ross, what
1: are you drinking?
0: <laughs> 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 it's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. Look, his beer was visible. Yours was behind the laptop. Uh-huh. I couldn't uh, possibly.
2: Oscar, accept. you handed this to me. Or no, it was Spencer, I think. Yeah, I didn't you know, do I, anything. I just sat over here. Rashomon. Anyways, uh, Oscar <laughs> Blues, uh, 2020 Barrel Age Series, BA20, Volume 4. That's too much. Zuccato. I don't know what. What part of that is the actual title? There's just a lot <laughs> on it They just put letters together. They put a lot of letters together. Uh so it's a stout of some kind.
0: Uh barrel-aged. Barrel-aged in brandy barrels, mm-hmm. I believe, which I assume would give kind of like a weird sweetness that I am not about.
2: Yeah. It's, it's it's definitely sweet. It's not that sweet. It's got a kind of bit of like a, I don't know, for me, cherry kind of finish, but mm, like it's mm-hmm. still nicely like it's not thin. It's not too thin. It's not too th- Thick, you know, right. for first out. Uh, let me take another Yeah, do it again.
0: Is it You're a new bad. Kingdom Hearts
2: game? Because it is titled like one. Um, um,
0: remembrance into
2: Sleep Death 4.0? Uh, yeah, these characters might be uh, Kingdom Hearts characters. They're, ter- they're kind of terrifying. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any Keyblades, though. Um, I, yeah, I like this. It's not knocking me... Off my socks, so I'll give it a three, which I don't remember. <laughs> that was movie popcorn. Movie popcorn, yeah. yeah.
1: It's great. Standing fine. on your right. socks. Right. Knocking you
2: off yeah. your socks. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, that's a thing. You knock should, my socks off. Yeah, you should, no. well you, you, off my socks. <laughs> yeah. You oh. should be you should be wearing your socks. Right, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, we're just trying different things. We've been home yeah, for a yeah. long time, lots of socks.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, words are weird. Have you ever tried just standing on them? Yeah. Right. Maybe not in them. The way to do yeah. It. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. A galaxy brain is standing on top of your socks. I have birds on my just <laughs> socks. Just to keep, yeah. You, you have do. bird socks? He does yeah. have bird socks. Oh, yeah. 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 What you kind of birds. birds are those?
2: Those are, that's Bald Eagle. Sure. American Eagle. Yeah. God, I've
0: always been so proud to work with you because you're a patriot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And your socks. Yeah. Hey, we're into Ask Mixed Six. And, Caleb, it's not a fire sale this time no what is it it's a i believe i said vaccines sale. vaccine sale hell yeah. yeah you said that son yeah. uh so we've got six or seven questions so here's how we're going to do this i'm going to name the question asker read the question and then randomly identify someone sitting at the table to answer the question we start with michael h what did you realize you missed most about in-person podcasts now that you've got it back caleb um hugs Hugs. Aww. Hugs. There were hugs. A, lot, a lot of hugs yesterday. Hugs were good yesterday. Yeah. Hugs yeah. are good. Yeah. In I touched fact, Burke's head because it was awkward. And yep, we're sure just, did. Now we're, it's a thing. You got to just keep doing that. You I, know. I hugged Burke. At, we got together at one of my favorite dive bars in town. I hugged Burke. Then I hugged Ross, which caused Ross to realize he hadn't hugged Burke. Then he hugged Burke for Maddie. And then I remembered he needed to hug Burke for himself. Mm-hmm. So three hugs in one minute for you. A lot of... Ooh, a really big minute. <laughs> so Riley asks, since I know you often pre-funk before shows to get the vibe going, what was the first drink you had together when you sat down together before recording? Burke.
1: Well, I guess it depends on how far we go back before recording, because it could be Pictures of Bush Light. Could be yeah, Pictures yeah. of Bush that Light was yesterday. yesterday. That was yesterday, of course. But what about today? Well, today, what did... um when we got here, if we count by when we got here, you just cracked open the zombie dusts for the hot takes. Hell yeah, we did. You wow. had a big old margarita at lunch. I did have a big old margarita and a 32-ounce Modelo. Mine was a bug zapper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: Negro Modelo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also some Margarita Goza.
0: Oh yeah. The Cigar City Margarita Goza. Yeah. All right. Sean Whalen asks, what did you forget that you missed about in-person appointments with friends? It can be anything from any stage of the process to socializing from scheduling to conclusion, but it has to be related to this recording session. Producer Ross.
2: Um Not having to deal with zoom and uh, the zoom quality issues and recording stuff uh, yeah. that 's really nice yeah. uh, like we 're using the the everyone 's using the good mics, and also Burke did a, a help me optimize the recording settings so uh, hopefully the recording is even better this time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, certainly sound better on my end. Yeah.
0: Um, Stephen Lee. Great question. The goat asks if things go to plan, I'll be getting my first vaccination soon. Did you guys feel liberated by the vaccine at all? Andrew motherfucking Baswell. Hi, Stephen. Hi. Uh, no, not until the second one.
1: Right. But after the second one, <laughs> It was kind of like broadly the concept of three, being vaccinated. It, three days
0: afterwards, I felt this huge like weight lifted off of me. Yeah, and I felt like the world had changed significantly, and then. Uh, I was on the internet for like an hour and I realized never mind it hadn't. So I got bad news. It just just goes back to sucking. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. There's part of that too. But that being said, you can still see people that you love and people you like and hang out. Right. You should still do it. Yeah. You should still do it. Also, maybe it's just allergies. Right. That's something I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Like every time you sneeze, not thinking you're going to fucking die. (laughs) I can't can't smell anything. Wait, I have four bones. I can never (laughs) smell (laughs) anything. Right. right. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Chris Reed asks so glad you all made it safely to the point where you can record in person again. How does it feel to be the meme of blowing blue air particles in each other's faces again, Caleb in a word? How great is it? Bracing. 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 Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's, that's, imagine my long flowing locks. Yeah. Being blown back by oh, your yeah. air. Right. And mm. various mm. Uh, yes. droplets. And you've yeah. got to hold yourself in place. But not unlike a Fabio cover of a 90s romance. Not, not unlike. Involved. Not unlike. And you are the sea surf. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I am. Greg Bennett asks, how do you feel about going back to in person? Grateful, nervous, just glad to finally do
2: it again. Producer Ross. Uh Yeah. It's been. Actually, not as uh, nervous or anything as possible. It feels
0: good. Yeah, no nerves, and that's yeah. maybe because like I've been out a couple times before since then and gotten used to being around people again. I don't. I don't. I don't know that we're doing it wrong, but I think we're all underselling how excited I am. About <laughs> this. And so like
2: I got through right. my nervousness by setting this stuff up days ahead of time right. and like worked through that and just like, uh, yeah. so like, oh shit, I got to get this already. But once I got it all ready, I felt uh, so much more relaxed. So like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 So spending a lot of time prepping for this and cleaning up my living room.
0: It helped. Uh, yeah. I, kudos to Burke who like a couple days ago, just like messaged me and was like, I think I'm just going to fly there and crash the double. Is that cool? I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. And Baz for driving. and then Bazro from Oklahoma and here we are now look at us and I'm like the most excited I've been in months. this is this is tip of the iceberg shit for me like i i hope i don't walk out of here very well today you know i hope yeah, i get I, out of here obviously but i did something weird to my zoom and the fr- the webcams are all fucked up you guys are looking way closer than normal yeah so, well burke yeah. has a high quality camera that he Yeah. Uses. oh okay. right. yeah this actually doesn't look any different than looking at burke on zoom oh it's the hd all this right. is the I zoom see. zone actually uh, this, oh my welcome. god welcome uh and with Life that in the zoom zone is more real than the outside the vaccine sale has ended we will get beer and we'll be right back with your number one vote getter and our first in-person mixed six mock draft in 15 months.
1: Burke, what are you drinking? Well, from Odell Brewing Company, I'm drinking the Cellar Series Barrel to Treasure Coconut Stout made with coconut and chocolates mm-hmm. uh, man that's a
0: lot of so coconut needed, and chocolate. I, that is a flat circle i'm really glad for that clarification uh, <laughs> i love drinking a tautology yeah. It's so it really rolls down the throat
1: um it's just the mm. greatest barreled treasure <laughs> that is a three that's a movie popcorn it is a movie popcorn um too much coconut no just not enough of anything oh and is it it, let me get in there is it well talk to me about viscosity too thin too thin it's not stouty enough it's just a very middle of the road it just tastes like beer yeah that's enough yeah that's just kind
0: of like yeah that's just beer that's right
1: this is dark beer let's just a dark beer yeah
0: Hmm. yeah okay I I expected more out of cellar series from Odell and this kind of like very fancy label. Yeah, the the beer does not match up to the what they wanted me to think the beer was. Yeah, here's the thing about Odell labels. Yeah, too pastel. Yes, I yes. expect something higher quality from the pastel and the tasteful labels. Right. But it's just kind of Odell sometimes. Yeah. And, they, and they do like mm-hmm. a rougher paper cover, which always makes me think like, hey, it's kind of artisanal. It's all, it, I mean like it's good marketing from a perspective, but it's almost a uh, like right. your graphic design gave me the wrong
1: expectations,
0: yeah. which is insane to say for yeah. pastel blue. Right. <laughs> but for some reason it does. Yeah.
1: But it's true. but, yeah, it, but it's a 3 cuz it's it's not bad. No. No, like, by no means. There. Yeah. No. But it's
0: like eh. I've never had like a super well, I had one bad their pumpkin is trash, garbage. Oh, okay. Their their Odell pumpkin is one of the worst things I've ever had. But uh, other than
1: that, I've never had really bad Odell, but it's like three or fours. It's never, yeah. Yeah. I think we had one five, but. Also with a stout, a stout can carry a lot of flavor. So to have like a flavorless stout. Right. Is yeah. not great.
0: It feels like they screwed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done some good stuff. That's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, hey, we're near your number one vote getter, which is the Mix 6 Mock Draft. And for this week, Friedrich suggests in Mix 6 Mock Draft, now that Julia Louis-Dreyfus is playing a Marvel character, it's time to bring on the sitcom superheroes. The rules are, we have four sitcom actors cast two as Marvel heroes, any in canon, And two as Marvel villains in Ian Cannon. What's the plot of the show movie they appear in together? And remember, you get the actors like they look today, not as they looked in the 90s. So, Caleb, my understanding is you've put four actors in here, and now we are to take... Oh, uh, this was suggested all in the... It's oh, yeah, all in the, in the box. So I got nothing to do here. We are to take these four actors, and we are to put them into the MCU, and pick them mm-hmm. as villains or heroes, and then talk about what role they would play. All right. Do we have a coin or something? Ross, no, do you have coins anymore?
2: Right. Uh, in my office. I don't have any out here. Oh, I, no. have yeah. I have points. I have
0: points. Do yeah. you really? Yeah. You're just carrying coinage around? Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. yeah. All
0: Showing right. off. Heads heads are what? Heads tails. are heroes or the two? villains. Heroes. Okay. Starts with an H. And, and tails starts with a V. So like villains. Uh, so the first one's a villain. Okay. The four actors are David Hyde Pierce, Matt LeBlanc. No, that, we gotta start with David Hyde. First. Oh, that's it. He's the villain, yeah. Oh, oh well, so
2: see. cast that's the villain, David Hyde Pierce, yeah okay well which villain do we is that the next part or? anything in the canon that's right. why you put them for. you get to put him it's
0: in It's got to be david hyde pierce right but, but do we have, you can have them play any role
2: right as long as villainous no i get that's what they're asking but do you are you going to pick the which villain they are going to play yeah okay, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what is what can he occupy yeah exactly who's a character uh he
0: can be? that's tricky um, yeah because he he is kind of like uh uh physically not so imposing is how I would describe oh, it. Yeah, he's got to um, be a
1: brainy villain.
2: Right. No, uh, what's it? I think it's Molecular Man who has control over... He's like one of those cosmic Marvel villains who can just like rearrange matter to whatever he can think of. Yeah. So he's kind of like, not quite the Beyonder in power level, but he's he's up there. But also, don't we have to do the like 70-year-old
1: David Hyde Pierce? No. Yeah. yeah, Not um, as he was in it. Yeah, I think he could be the villain from um, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Whoa, um, the
0: original one or R- Rohan or whatever?
1: Ronan or whatever. Ronan. Whatever his name is. I don't fucking know. I hate Marvel movies. Dress him up.
0: Yeah, his name is Ronan. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. He was played by Lee Pace. So yeah, yeah. out of yeah. Nixa, Missouri. Yeah, Lee Pace isn't like what you'd call uh, like jacked. I mean, he's not. He's not. That's, he's not that's true. Small, right. You put but, enough makeup on him yeah. yeah, I think Ronan's a good suggestion. I, might, I was thinking someone more whose physical characteristics actually didn't matter at all when it came to their powers. So Guy Pierce's character in Iron Man 3, which was a throwaway film anyways, mm-hmm. so it would probably be okay to put David Hyde Pierce in there, or uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as uh, Mysterio in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, right? That's who he played. David Hyde could, David Hyde-Pierce could pull that off because he just has to hold an iPad. And that, that is the extent of his, of his supervillain powers. Oh, I'm not going to recast. I'm going to add him into the universe. Oh, uh, wow. And he's got to be the voice of the Watcher. Oh. Now, here's the thing. You're going to think he's just the voice of the Watcher and we did a CG. Fuck that. Practical effects. Seven hours in the chair every day. He's a giant floating head made primarily of rubber Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got to be like air cooled. I just want it to be a fucking production.
1: But it's his face yeah. playing The Watcher. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's, a, that's a good yeah. That's a good choice. Burke, you got a David Hyde Pierce poll here? Oh, no. I'm just helping with others. I don't know any characters to pick one. That's okay. fine. That's fine. I don't know. We got uh, to do the next one. one. Well, if you do the next one, then you should just alternate.
0: Uh, yeah. uh, that one's going to be Heroes. Yeah. So we're okay. alternating. <laughs> <laughs> next up. In the, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Matt LeBlanc, who played Joey on Friends. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I would. I uh, I know a character you'd be good. Get in for. there, Mister uh, Wonder Wonderful. I think he's like a Hollywood actor guy in Marvel Comics who's also like super strong. Uh, I think yeah yeah, 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 Mr. Wonder, yeah. So yeah, he'd be he basically basically the Marvel equivalent of Johnny Cage. Uh, I've but got with a, super strength, I've got a perfect one.
0: Yeah. Um. So he obviously loves helmets that go over his head, as I learned from the '90s classic Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so he's gonna be a perfect recast of Star Lord because I'm very much hoping he has more mm. progressive views oh. on uh, reproductive rights than the current Star
1: Lord. He, he could actually
0: probably be a pretty good Star Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I could. I could, I could see a, a little a goofy Joey yeah. Starlord, um, with better politics. So. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to cast him as any hero because I just see him as Joey. And I know that's the bit here, but boy, oh boy, am I having a tough time getting beyond that. Starlord really makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I think that at a different point in his life, he probably could have been a pretty decent Ant Man. Like he's a little quirky, he's kind of odd, he makes good jokes, he kind of stumbles into his luck sometimes. Paul Rudd has taken on that mantle, and honestly, Ant Man may not be that far off because I'm not sure that they're different in all that different in age. I mean, Paul Rudd was also a staple on Friends towards the end of that show too. Mm -hmm. So I would have to think there's probably so I would say Ant Man. Yeah, I think he could fill in there.
1: Like. very feckless like yeah deadpool.
0: yeah or very feckless deadpool yeah uh-huh uh, well, ho- hopefully he's not playing hank pym because we don't No, i don't i don't want to see uh joey beat his wife right yeah <laughs> like no. the original no one should yeah um <laughs> thank you mark miller you piece of shit goodness uh yeah all right we're on to oh uh we're just gonna rotate back to villain then mm-hmm. yeah and pool oh boy uh easy fran dresher from the nanny. I almost don't want to. I right. do. She's heroic. Well, I don't want
1: to. well yeah, okay. but you but you said it was easy, so who is it? Oh, Lady Death and do a proper Thanos. Oh
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: That's why he's
0: doing the snap.
1: Yeah, that's it. get
0: after Fran. He wants that right. nanny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he wants that nanny. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> he's got nanny issues. Yeah. Oh, no. That,
0: can we just give that one to Bert? <laughs> yeah, that's over. Yeah, we're yeah. done. Yeah. All right, next one. Here All one. right, last hero. Uh, Callista Flockhart, who you might remember from, Ally McBeal. Oh, yeah. And the birdcage. And and the
2: birdcage. You know what? Maybe. She-Hulk. Ooh. Because she's a lawyer. Um. Uh, uh, I don't know I don't know the last time you saw Callista she's going to have to do it's the
1: juxtaposition It's yeah, the yeah, exact transformation yeah.
2: CGI can fucking do anything it's Caleb It's the
1: juxtaposition uh,
0: CGI and enough hormone stacks for her to compete no, you, for the Russians in the Olympics Have you looked yeah.
1: at Mark Ruffalo yeah. <laughs> that's true yeah he is an unassuming I smaller guess, human like, that's like literally the point of the Hulk is that his non-Hulk form but
0: She-Hulk never looks
1: deformed like the Hulk she looks like a female well, bodybuilder Like, well that's that's just comic book artists being weird about women. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay, so a She-Hulk, but Callista Flockhart turns into a fucking abomination. Yeah. That would rule. I would watch that. <laughs> yeah. I like the, but she's a lawyer. Like, I think that's like, a, oh, that's kind of, because then, like, because now in my head, I'm not doing an MCU thing. I'm doing because, like, the thing now is just restart like old shows from the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. That's everybody's bit. So my thinking is, like, they just restart Ally McBeal, and also she's She-Hulk. Like, that's the Ally McBeal reboot. by Stark Industries. <laughs> yeah, just a totally different she's thing. She's just but it makes defense sense. Cases. Like, did so many
2: war crimes and yeah, children, children they lawyers. accidentally
0: yeah. incinerated Ally yeah. McBeal by day She-Hulk by later in the day yeah <laughs> that'd be an interesting cast okay I'm so good with many it orphans uh, yeah yeah. well so uh, we just recast the MCU or uh, parts I put of her the as Arlington a warlock Oh, you pay a lot of her skin. She's too skinny. You sit here crawling down
2: a sewer tunnel. Oh, Ginger Swap Mobius then. Oh, yeah. Ginger Swap Mobius would
0: also be very good. Yeah. Living uh, Yeah. Calista Flockhart has Molly energy. Uh-huh. Uh, she's, she's made of snake muscles and rage <laughs> uh, and uh, tendons that don't
2: bend right. Isn't um, she married to Harrison Ford? I think she is. I think so. That yeah. sounds
0: right. Yeah. As someone who doesn't pay attention to that stuff, that does sound right. Yeah. yeah. I think they're married. Let's just say yes. Yeah. Let's do All it. Right. Yeah. And if they aren't, congratulations to the newlyweds. Uh, <laughs> and with that, oh, wait. Andrew Baswell's getting in there. I have an addendum to this whole hero villain thing. Rut oh. row. Uh huh. So does it doesn't really compri- or encompass the verisimilitude of the Marvel Universe. We need an anti hero. So I kind of thought of one while well, uh-huh. in this. Um,
1: reginald val johnson reprising his role as carl winslow as the punisher as an (laughs) anti-hero
2: did you do that (laughs) okay okay no all right
0: new podcast they kill his daughter. He goes seeking revenge. Mm. Urkel's his microchip. So Stefan is giving him weapons yeah. to brutally yes. kill all of the criminals yes. in Chicago. Uh, and I would watch the
1: shit out of that. Um, Family doesn't matter today. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, Bert. Just, As he just M60s a mob restaurant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to write a movie in my head now. Right. right. Get bent, Marvel. (laughs) We're going to grab more beer. We'll be right back. Spencer, what are you drinking? This is from Off Color Brewing, and I feel like we've had some that were okay. I think you had one that you really liked. Yeah, it's it's they're all over the place, right? They've yet to find a consistency. Yeah, no no level that that's in itself interesting. I agree. Yeah, because that beer for pizza that I had was like one of the worst things that I drank. Oh, that over, was over. That quarantine. was a war crime. <laughs> yes, um, but the, the other stuff is pretty awful. good. But this is Off Color Brewing's Well-Fed Sheep. It is a Scotch-style ale brewed with honey, and it's 9.5% alcohol. Ooh. So this beer came to fuck you up. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I am glad you're drinking that. that. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of a Scotch. Oh,
1: this is
0: 11%. Yeah. Oh. Welcome. Remember that time we did a double on eclipses? Yeah, you son of a bitch! You did that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, no. Was We're gonna time. have you drink motor oil next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is it? I'm gonna be honest. This is it's kind of good. Yeah. Nice. It, I mean, so here's what's weird. Uh, we've had we've had a lot of beer brewed with honey, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and for me, all it ever does is add like a layer of uh, kind of artificial sweetness. Mm-hmm. But on this one, it makes everything taste like a blonde. Yes, I mean, that's exactly right. Yeah. On this one, you actually get like you know when you just have like a tablespoon of honey mm-hmm. and on the front there's kind of that almost moment of like shock like there's oh, an a- there's an actual honey flavor. It doesn't just thin. There is actually on the front of this like a little bit of like that tablespoon of honey shot I wonder. At, the, at the very beginning. It's 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 balanced. It's Can sweet. I try it? yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wish you would honestly. I mean, here we are. Smooches. Right. We get we got needles in arms for reasons, people. And there's actually a little jolt of honey Heroin. there in the beginning. Yeah. Also sharing needles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Caleb and I got actually the same vaccine. That is a very good scotch. It I is like that quite a bit. Yeah. And honestly, the the sweetness of the honey cuts mm-hmm. some of the like faux bitterness that you get in other scotch ales. Like a uh, uh, Odell has a pretty good scotch ale, but it's almost too hoppy bitter for me at times. Yeah. This this cut some of that. It's nice. I'd call it a four, and a four is a state fair burger. I think four is uh, it's a different Lutheran church burger. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100% a Lutheran church burger. Okay. Uh, in this segment, as he tries to open his phone again to remember what the segment is, getting lit, Scott Kramer suggests getting lit. They say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but are there actually crimes when you maybe it was times when you should judge. Are there any books that you've judged by its cover for good or bad and were proven right about said judgment? And then describe a book cover that would provoke a positive judgment from you such that you would buy it without even reading the blurb on the back. Um, Some, some avid readers in the room moments where you've thought, well, that book looks terrible, literally looks terrible. Mm -hmm. And then it was terrible or that book looks great. And then it actually was great. Well, uh, the the latter question of when would a cover make you buy its sight unseen? Right. Never. Like, just nev- never. They put text on the back of the book and in the inside flap for a reason. And it's because I would like to read it. Um, So <laughs> I can't I can't imagine that. It just feels like why would you buy a book that way? Yeah. <laughs> i would it's not like a crime to look at the back like it doesn't cost you anything you know we've so we have had some like very utilitarian looking beer cans you know what i mean that just Mm -hmm. like literally said beer or like lager on them (laughs) sure and we've all kind of like joked about how they look like out of stock grocery stores and like you know uh post-apocalyptic films etc yeah Uh, i gotta be honest like in a world where books just had very utilitarian plain covers with with the name on them i'd be i'd be pretty good about like that would be okay with me no no yeah like i think i would still pick up a book and go oh interesting title i'll give it a shot it's still a physical object but part of the physicality of the object is that it has a back that you can print stuff well yeah but the question is the (laughs) question the question isn't is the back valuable the question is are there is there a world in which or describe a world in which you would look at a book and go yeah i'm not going to read more about that i would just buy that absolutely no world right none unless it's like well other than it's just like i know i like that author or i knew this is the book i was looking for and i recognize that image but like in terms of like i have no idea what this is but i see the cover and i'm done so yeah
2: Eh, no well like Every, every type of book has their own their own conventions for cover design in order to attract readers and if you look at a book cover ninety nine it Percent of the time at these days, you're able to at least guess uh, its genre or sort of its category. And this is true, like especially with like nonfiction books. Like I can be across the room, and I spot like, oh, it's a blue ocean and a guy in a business suit, and there's a cloud and a line going. Up. That's a business book, and um, I don't want to read that. Right. Uh, yeah. So there's uh, you know a lot of books. It's you know like uh, uh, coloration for animals in nature. They say what they are. So like I'm venomous. Don't touch me, or I want to fuck, come mate with me, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Right. So, I do know a lot of books that say that. You yeah. Know. It's weird, but it works.
2: <laughs> so I feel like there's a lot of covers that you're going to be able to spot because you don't like that type of book, you know? I was, there's no book I wouldn't buy. Based on the cover, like just a load. Well, what kind are there any books? So you would buy any type of book, period. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. It's I just, like
0: just buy pictures alone. If we're talking like now, I know on the front cover,
2: the author's name is there. Yeah. I could, I mean, based on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you only know so many authors.
0: Yeah. I know. Like if I see like Ben Shapiro's wrote in a book, I'm not buying it. Well, sure. But, right. but like if there was like a pick, like a, a book that had like for me that I would buy hands down, no thought. Yeah. Because there is. If it was just art and it was mice dressed in like medieval garb with swords, and there was no names, no title, I'd still buy it. I wouldn't even think. Right? Yeah,
2: of course. The inside could be anything. It could be like. So, are there types of books you would never buy? Like would you buy business advice books? Or what
0: What would the mice have to be wearing such that you wouldn't buy it? But it'd be based on cover alone. It wouldn't be based on
2: content of the Yeah, but there's certain categories of books you wouldn't buy. I don't associate the, the cover with the type of content. So you would, like, buy everything from cooking books to Bible study books to uh, romantic, li- like, uh, are there no categories of books that you would not consider?
0: Well, I, but that would be all based on me reading the back or the inside liner, or- Right. What he's saying is the image would be so overwhelming. He wouldn't know what type of book it was. He just buy the book. And there's just it certain like. types of books you're not going to buy. But yeah, uh, But if it had a, if it had mice and medieval garb on it, he'd buy it. Well, then you know what category book it is. It's like a kind of fantasy novel. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay.
2: All those Ross Payton's conventions he's created in this. How many books with fan with like mice with medieval garb are not fantasy novels? I don't know. None. You don't know that? Wow.
0: I could no. open that book and it could be I, like extolling the virtues of libertarianism. Right. <laughs> and now I own it, but at least it had mice on the front.
2: Right. I, I'm sure the listener will give me a hundred titles of like. If you
0: take a Jordan Peterson book and you put a fucking like mouse guard cover on yeah, it. Yeah, but right. they don't do that. Of mice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. They don't do that. Let's not give Luke Crane any ideas. Right. Oh, no. So. <laughs> Um, But that's my point. They don't do that. Well, okay. They They designed Jordan Peterson's in a brand, as a brand, so you know what it is. that's not
0: the... The question assumes that we are breaking the convention of, that you get to describe a world wherein the cover in and of itself would move you to buy a thing regardless of type. Oh, okay. Um, I will say for me... I never buy it regardless of type right. I would always look there is definitely the reverse is true though there are covers where it doesn't matter what it says on the back of the book it's so tasteless I have no faith for what the words inside are going to have yes. mm-hmm. um, and I have been turned off by many a cover before. 100% 100% yeah. I've looked yeah. at some book covers and gone like might be interesting they don't care about me that, enough. That,
1: Yeah. that tastelessness is something that would make me buy the book
0: Right. Well, there is like if that's what you're looking for. So like Ken Hite talks about um, how margin size or the lack thereof determines the craziness of a book for the back cover. Mm-hmm. And he will judge whether he to buy a book for a conspiracy thing based on how small and insanely narrow the margins are so they can fit the maximum amount of tech right. on the backs of the book and he like buys that sign unseen because that is a, a graphic design indication that this is a legitimate crazy person <laughs> and he does uh he does conspiracy theory nut job stuff so like that would be a thing but that's like a deep specialization that i right i don't share yeah, yeah. um so if like for me the reverse would be true that like i see some crazy screed that looks. Looks like someone threw it at me tied to a rock while they were street street preaching. Um, I'm not picking that up. Like, it doesn't matter what it says. <laughs> like, what did you go to the size eight aerial right. and uh, right into the fucking binder cover? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, uh, deeply, I'm not going to get that. Deeply gothic book covers, uh, like deeply gothic images or like what you either know to or think an Anne Rice novel looks like without it saying, I think like the, I'm not buying that I think the graphic design of uh, the, those Barnes and Noble collections of public oh, domain yeah. shit yeah. Mm-hmm. like of H.P. Lovecraft or Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, oh, is just the like a picture of a pipe and like yeah. the Lovecraft right. one's just like a picture of a tentacle That I find that shit offensive, like yeah, I don't buy that, like it's just like It's just like also ran like, yeah, you can buy this on the Internet. But anyway, here's some Photoshop art we put on it.
2: I think (laughs) like I don't like those. Yeah. I mean, the thing is about a book cover, the book covers job by the at least the way the book cover designer thinks of it is not to get a person to buy a book. The the, the book covers goal from designers point of view is to get a person interested enough to walk across our room to pick it up and look at the back. And that can be done for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely can't be for all of us. That's the question. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely can be done.
0: And Uh, have there been times where you've walked across the room because you saw a cover and then the book ended up being meeting that expectation? No. uh, Yeah, absolutely. But like, have there been times where I walked across the room, picked it up, didn't look at it and went directly to the cash register to check out? no that's crazy <laughs> like read the back like you got to wait in line anyway to check out with it like why don't what are you doing like what are you looking at instead the beautiful people of borders like i i just don't understand <laughs> i i bought a um uh who wrote the colorless suit to surusa uh he also did um uh that fucking japanese novel now mm. uh fuck uh i bought one of his books uh just because i like the cover so much Uh, murakami thank you yes murakami it was just such a fucking cool looking cover but i saw the name on the front and i was like yeah it's gonna be banana like whatever i read here isn't gonna make sense so i just like the way this book looks so let's go yeah i read wind up bird chronicle because someone told me i was supposed to read wind up Bird chronicle and i'm glad i did but i'm still deeply confused uh and the cover of that would not have brought me to wind up bird chronicle because it's just a picture of a bird yeah and a guy's name and I needed to read the back of that one yeah yeah yeah. no I've tried reading the backs of some of his and I've just given up like it's just I I'll, I'll try that one next they're not moving it for me
1: I have like four of those Lovecraft Specialized Barnes
0: and Noble B and N exclusives. Uh, I absolutely do too, because like they are good because it is everything in one volume. True, right? But like they're hideous. Yeah, they should get a better graphic design on. Like, yeah, they paid. It's a color cover. Yes, it's just bad colors yeah. in they're, awful combinations. They're pretty while still being aesthetically unpleasing. <laughs> if that makes sense, like the colors are pretty. Yeah, but the what the colors are making is not. And also, the reason I have so many of them is because I made the mistake of telling anyone that I'm family with that I l- read Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. And I've that's heard. the only time anyone notices Lovecraft because yeah. they're looking at that table of being right an exclusive. When you walk yeah. in, it's like, where are we going to get it from, Baz? And they go into Barnes & Noble. It's like, oh, it's right there in the front. Cool. Yeah. There that's right. Flush. One edition of that shit is literally just his shitty racist face staring at
2: you from a book
0: yeah, jacket. <laughs> yeah. Why would you
2: want that? Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> his face is a brand now because anybody can use it. So right. people yeah. have done it. Yeah, in yeah Jesus just, Christ. In a, in don't a, you want to have a guy going... Uh, you, you know, like, Look, half yeah. the shit
0: in the stories he's already saying he can't possibly fucking describe. At least show me a fucking picture of it, then. Right. That's all well, he can't say. describe it, man. Instead of showing me the face of some they long have, dead from knowledge. Budget for
2: art, for interior illustrations, for those cheap ass pulp magazines, Caleb. I'm just, I, What? They what? Did? What? Have you seen the covers of Pulp I said the interiors. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, right. Well, we're talking about literal book covers. I know. <laughs> well, Lovecraft, they, they didn't make cover art for his stories. Yeah, Most, eh, yeah. Later on, they did. But, well,
0: yeah. pa- hey, Barnes & Noble still doesn't make cover art for its story. Yeah. It's like the They Live version of a book cover. It'd be like getting a magazine, but you put the glasses on, and it has a picture of a magazine on it, and it says the word magazine. <laughs> like, that's their fucking graphic design <laughs> metaphorical language at Barnes and Noble. It's minimalist. It's like it's minimalist. It's, yeah, no shit. It's,
1: re- it's reductive. <laughs> it's deconstructed.
0: <laughs> Scott book Kramer them. has has really set us down a path here. Yeah. Um, what what a question. What a, what a quality question and mm-hmm. a quality debate. Anybody any anything to add to the uh, the great book debate?
1: It, I, all I was thinking about this whole time is that I don't browse for books anymore, so it's kind of weird. Like mm. I'm never in a situation where I'm just looking at books.
2: Yeah, I, buy them I usually online. know
1: exactly what I want and I just go and go get that buy book. It. Yeah. 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 Uh, and with that... Used bookstores I would, but yeah. Oh, yeah. If hell I could yeah. go back to used bookstores, I'd go back to browsing, Yeah, but uh, yeah. it's just been Yeah.
0: So Fuck yeah. And Springfield actually has a weird amount of used bookstores. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, well, maybe it's because it's all the colleges. I, think the, I don't know.
2: The last time I was at a used bookstore was yeah last year when i was in, visiting australia they didn't have a great selection we have a we have some terrifying bookstores. last stores. weekend i'm selling all
0: my possessions oh no bingo uh, yeah coming soon to a used bookstore near you party foul the game of drunk ducks <laughs> <laughs> well anyways we're gonna get some beer and we'll be right back with drunk enough Caleb, it is our last segment of our first full in person episode in 15 months. Woo! What's the last beer we're sampling? Oh, man. Uh, it is the Pipe Works Brewing Company's More Melon, which is a picture of a unicorn eating a watermelon. Mm. It's a pale ale with Huel Melon hops, mm. mosaic hops. And watermelon juice. Yeah, I'm, that. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, so That's just too, I don't know. I wouldn't do that. I don't think it's any good.
2: There's some good sound effects there, Spencer. Yeah, just me mumbling. It oh, smells wow. kind of a
0: didgeridoo kind of a. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like a watermelon. you smell a
1: lot of didgeridoo?
0: It smells like a watermelon hard candy.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, that oh, could like go one or grandma. two ways. Yeah, the, the ones a little the the, the watermelon like, rambler. Yeah. yeah. Jolly, yeah. Jolly ranch. Yeah. Your 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 grandma would pass out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Oh, We're second. Sipping. Quizzical, quizzical,
1: <laughs> perplexed. Does, does he or doesn't he? Oh, he Unquantifiable. Now perhaps. he's talking to more himself. like no
0: melon. He's like a. He's like that math gif. Is Is there anything there? Uh, like I feel like have I gone. Oh God! Is this the COVID? No. Is this the taste blindness? Oh my. What if it happened on oh, air? Oh my God! That would be fucking hilarious. Well, you're gonna get it now, so drink it. We know? would be. I think we're all gonna get Fail us, Jesus. Like. Speak for yourself. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, I got shots. I taste like nothing. It tastes like seltzer water to me. <laughs> oh, but like, like, but with no flavoring. Yeah, no, it's it which it's a, for you it, it is tastes Latroy. like a truly that is like past its prime and it's not even like the whisper of a fruit anymore it's just carbonated water that is the dry hump of beers right there there is <laughs> nothing you. going on in that thank you that is, is carbonation and like a, someone farted beer flavor into a can yeah, that is a Robert Dyer background. Yeah, that Robert is 404, broken image link, not found. Yeah.
1: The dry hump of beers. I, I mean, this I chose Which was ha- the number one is Tying getting dry hump.
0: I feel yeah, like you yeah. have to give it a three that's just because...
2: No, beer. I think that's a two. It's not bad. Boy, it really is. It is just carbonated uh, water. Nothing
0: there. Idea I think,
2: of a beer. I think no. it's
1: somebody's idea of a number two beer. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like
2: Tastes like the memory
0: of a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to stop Is saying a weird a shit. Beers?
2: <laughs> like, uh, you know, weird shit in beer can. A beer to help, like, simulate the progress of dementia because you I kind of want to give it a five because it's the
0: most amazing K, I'll sensation. take it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, like, another brewmaster going on. Like, let's make the brewery a place of silence. <sighs> yeah, I kind of want to give it a five because it's the most amazing beer I've ever had because it's also the least amount of flavor i've ever had like yeah it, it's just not offensive at it's all it's seltzer water but like, it's also not anything right at all. it's like we forgot to put the flavor in yeah. like they put they put liquid in the can and then they forgot to flavor the liquid like i carbonated le- it i'm yeah. legitimately excited about how bland it is that mm-hmm. i just want to convey that um so i you talked me into it too yeah but but it's Wow, I would recommend buying it. Yeah. I drink that outside <laughs> like, in the heat. Yo, I, yeah. I, would, I would drink that while i on the lawn just because I need to stay hydrated and it has nothing else in it. And secondly, like it's like the Rick and Morty episode where he makes Morty taste true level. Like, what is... Beer. Like, nothing. Nothing else on top of it. What is the platonic base floor of beer? And it's kind of like disconcerting to taste it. So I would recommend trying it just to also establish ever, true neutral. Um Nothing has ever been more deceptive from its scent. Because the nose is like... It smells yeah. like it should taste like something. Right. It absolutely does yeah. not. Like a kind of a sweet watermelony scent to it. And then you, you actually drink it.
1: And you're confused for having consumed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a two's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. for concerned listeners... My coconut chocolate stout still tastes like stout. Right. So it's not the Rona.
0: <laughs> Thank okay. God. Yeah, that's good news. <laughs> yeah. It's, wow. Just amazing. Really good job, Pipeworks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shuddered by this. Braced. Bracing. <laughs> Bracing, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, it's Drunk Enough. And here we are. And in this uh, segment of Drunk Enough, missing the mask. For the socially awkward, the mask is a pretty fantastic tool. Hell yeah, it was. Or is it a crutch? Now that it's possible to imagine taking this thing off, how are you processing that possibility? And scene. Well, actually, before uh, we all jump in here, I will tell you, I had a funny conversation with uh, a restaurant bar owner uh, who owns a great little bar that I went to for the first time in 15 months the other day. Hadn't seen her for a while. And she said, you know, one of the things I can say positively about all this, and she can say very little positively, she's down quite a bit, is she goes, you know, before this, I didn't know if you were an asshole when you walked into my bar, but but for the last 15 months, I've known very clearly if you were an ass- asshole when you walked into my bar, and now I'm going to lose that ability at some point, and I have to go back to guessing and waiting for them to just actually act like assholes, and I kind of thought like, you know, it's it's funny and it's unfortunate for her, also it adequately represents... For me, masking has been such a clear and easy way to go like, oh, oh, we're not friends, actually, over the last, you know, 10 Mm, to 15 months. And so it's actually helped reduce my social circle quite a bit. And I am enthused by that. Well, we've talked about my resting um, I hate you face uh, that I have and the terrible first impression I make on absolutely everyone I meet, followed by second and third impression until I wear them down. And eventually we might become friends. Um, This has been great for me because I'm the kind of person who's like, why are you angry with me? And I was like going to the (laughs) drinking fountain. And like, why do you hate me so much? You're so intimidating. And I was like tying my shoe and I never understand why. And I never understand. So I get that a lot less. And also there are times when that comes across my face and I legitimately mean it for a person. And the mask has helped that, too. Uh, A few days ago, I had a uh, particular uh, person telling me about what a great teacher I was after I was leaving teaching um, and how how much their child thought of me. And uh, I did the math in my head. And I have seen that child for four days (laughs) in the entire semester. And they have a literal 0%. I've And I've marked them absent every day. And I've said that. But it was a woman telling me, like, we're really going to miss you when you're right. gone. And I'm yeah. like, I've seen your son for three hours. Right. Like, yeah. three, <laughs> three hours in the world. Right. Like, I've, I have never, I do not know his first Couldn't name. Couldn't pull him out of a lineup. <laughs> like, and, like, I had to take that. Cause I was in a professional setting had a mask been off. Oh yeah. Dunzo. Yeah. Absolutely. Dunzo. Like, and like my, the voice, scowl. Yeah. yeah, my voice was there. My tone was there, mm-hmm. but the mask was that plausible yeah, deniability man. I needed to get out of that room right. and run to freedom. Yep. Um, and I did it and I am going to miss that. Yeah. Like that sort of smoke bomb. <laughs> right plausible deniability, mm-hmm. you can't say anything about what you think my fucking eyes mean, Right. so yep. peace, I'm out I don't know if I can give that up again because that is honestly, the greatest social relief I've ever had. Even when we don't have to wear masks in grocery stores and wherever, you know, that aren't like a bar or, you know, when I'm in closed spaces around friends, I'm still going to be wearing masks in a lot of instances for a long period of time in those settings. Uh, Partially because I don't want to give this up and partially because I just think it's like good practice at this point and we probably should have been doing it sooner anyways. Um, But you're right. I mean, that is such a gift to like not have to worry about hiding what you actually... it hides it for you. Like it's to the point where like, I might think it becomes a social custom. Yes. Like there is a delineation and a hierarchy of friendship. Oh, they are a mask off friend. Right. Or they are a mask friend. Mm -hmm. And that becomes like a hard line of social intimacy. Like, yeah. And considering the way it's been politicized, Against everyone who's saying's wishes yeah. and against all of our efforts, but we're here anyway. Um, why not just make it like a quasi-social thing? Like, oh yeah. We we were masked off around those people. Yeah, like, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, cause it's already being used that way on Twitter uh and shit. So like I, I don't know, but I don't know if I can give that up. I really needed that. Like, because that's a situation where I would have gotten in deep shit pre <laughs> Yes. So much so that it makes, like, me, like, it makes me think Batman was doing it wrong. Like you covered the wrong side <laughs> yeah. of your face, man. Let him see the eyes, right. not yeah. the mouth. Right. It's yeah. the scowl. It's the grimace that they're looking at. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I'll miss it a little bit. Um, I mean, uh, in places where it's probably not reasonable, it'll always be reasonable in my mind to wear it, but I, I get that it's losing its social protection. At least in Greene County, we have rules in place for when the masks officially go away. It's 50% vaccination. And that's better than what I can tell many other counties are doing, mm-hmm. and where really the the rule is when are people so mad and loud about it that we get rid of them. So at least kudos yeah. to the county for that.
2: Yeah,
1: mm. our our state's governor was
0: like, "Now yeah, we're we're all good. Everyone didn't have to worry about it. all counties have canceled mass dates. Mm. Cool.
1: Yeah, Oklahoma. So a county lot of red states the are vaccination doing that. rate like in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's wonderful. Although yeah. actually, we've done a really good <laughs> job
0: thanks to the. Um, like Native health departments, like the Cherokee um, Nation and Choctaw and Chickasha Nations, have done a really good job. Really, um, I think there's almost there's a damn near not a hundred, but like damn near a hundred percent vaccination rate within the reservations and within wow. the territory. So much so that we were able to. Uh, bring in non-natives to the clinics and say, here, come get vaccinated. And so I think they're responsible for like 50,000 vaccinations within the first week, just oh, them just giving them out to the non-natives. Oh, that's great. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that is incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, that's the only good thing that may have happened. Especially given all the ways in which the IHS has historically been hampered by the United States federal government. Yeah, Missouri's done the reverse of that, where we have the five or six counties that reliably vote blue that have some sort of Minimum requirement for vaccination, whereas every other town, town and village and mm-hmm. municipality is, you know what though, universally shutting it yeah, down. <laughs> in terms of masks, it's not been good, but actually, it has been kind of a blessing for those of us in this area of the state because those counties which are smaller and have been typically, you know, COVID deniers, also got a fuck ton of vaccines that went unused because oh, yeah. a lot of those folks are vaccine skeptics. So literally you could drive 20 minutes from Springfield in any direction and just get a vaccine. It did make getting a vaccine a ton yes, easier. Yeah, absolutely. Cause they wanted to go die. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, that, 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 that's like, while I would like the them to get it now, thank you very much for being that stupid and letting me get it when I did. It, yeah, it was, I mean, there, there were some, places I got some an entire, Four weeks of protection from the COVID virus during this teaching year. Thank God. Thank you, Joe Biden. We did we did it. We did it, guys. Mission accomplished. Hey, we're here. We're here. We made it back, guys. We made it back. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh
0: no that we're, we're all here?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, totally. yeah. I, I mean, another thing is I think um, Mask usage, uh, I think, is never going to go... Definitely never going to go away entirely. Right. It's, it's going to become like... Yeah. A, a lot. Like It's going to become... I don't know if it's going to be as prevalent as in Asian countries, like in Japan and China, mm-hmm. where yeah, that's definitely. just like yeah, yeah. the way of life. I mean, I think for a certain percentage of Americans, I think it will be. But um, I know when I go out just doing uh-huh. errands in public, crowded places, like a grocery store or whatever, I, I, I don't see any reason to stop wearing a mask even after COVID goes away entirely because... Right. The flu is the fact is, yeah. yeah, disappeared last year because. We were wearing masks and we we're socially distancing yep. and all that other shit. Well, I was like, oh, yeah, well, there's good reasons to do that. Like, yes. If mm-hmm. Next year, whenever I go to Gen Con next, yeah. Uh, probably going to wear a mask when I'm going through the the crowded halls. Right. No yeah. more concrud. Dirty. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Hopefully less con crud. Yeah, yeah. I am uh, not wearing a mask on the streets of Indianapolis because we will all be burning alive.
2: No, I won't. might not be wearing <laughs> Well, like, outdoor, but like, would you do it in the vendor hall? It will be 4 billion degrees. In the vendor yeah. hall, though. Oh, in the vendor hall definitely yeah exactly uh, yeah. So, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. on
0: the street i will be uh wait. trying to wrench open a fire hydrant because it's yeah. the hottest place on earth <laughs> wait indianapolis is the hottest place on earth it can be really awful at i've been there for numerous times and it was n- no no so the first day the first gen con how many have i been to three now with you two or three the first day we walked into the first gen con i attended with you i had a backpack on you and i were walking together and i remember thinking like where the fuck are we? Like, what hellscape are we walking into? Okay, but like August Indianapolis is what, like 85 to 95, somewhere in that range? I don't know, man, because it's all fucking pavement that you're walking. I think you walk like- into the Wilkai line, and you smell day one con steak at Gen Con, and you tell me it's not hot, sir! I uh, don't go to the Will Call line? <laughs> yeah, 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 well, okay. I am amongst the, the smelly, smelly people, and it is too warm.
1: Decisions were made. That led yeah. that.
0: Caleb and I, Caleb and Sarah and I hopped through a, a train car uh, last year to get to a breakfast joint two years ago. Oh, yeah. And I remember when we sat down thinking, like, I almost died and not from the train car hopping, but from the heat. <laughs> uh, I've never been happier to, to drink water in my life. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, my my level for heat in the summer or, like, in the late summer is way different for me.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think if you're not used to that city, like... Indianapolis is big enough that you kind of get that city heat where yes. it's all blacktop up yes. yeah. yeah, the yes. blacktop. Yes. That's it. Yeah. And it yeah. no, all so if You're not used to that because they don't really have that sort of same surrounding. Yeah. Every big city is like big that, radiators. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah
0: there are, in Oklahoma City, it gets really bad like that yeah. here in those areas. Uh, um, luckily, now we live next to the lake. So. Oh, yeah. Lake here. But nice little breeze. I mean, just look at the prices for, like, attached by Skywalk or not attached by Skywalk yeah. at Gen Con. And you know how fucking hot it gets in August. Yes. For sure. Because <laughs> like, you're, paying, yeah, a, I'm sure temperature's you're paying a $500 premium <laughs> no, for access that. to a Skywalk. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> With that being said, I miss seeing people at cons, but at some point we'll get back there. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: As I the, do not. As right. the entire table, <laughs> right? Dots,
0: <laughs> no. No, I mean, I, th- well, at some th- point, 2022, I feel like I might show up are, to a Are we saying seeing
1: people or seeing specific people? Specific people. Okay, then sure.
0: No, I don't miss, I, to be clear, I do not miss walking the vendor okay. hall among among the, 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 the masses at Gen Con. But I, top 10 moments in my life, uh, Friday evenings, generally after RPPR live mm-hmm. at Gen Con. just a blast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 I will keep going because I taught public school for a whole year. And right. I have walked. <laughs> I have walked through death and it cannot claim me, so right. uh, I, I will be amongst I'll, everyone. I'll, I'll go to the mat on this Origins. When we went to Origins two years ago, oh, yeah. one of the best, just like Origins is always fun. fun. Three yeah. or four days I've ever had. Like yeah. I had a fucking blast. Yeah, Origins is always yeah. good. Yeah. So no, I don't miss seeing people miss seeing some people yeah. yeah that's what i mean i, mean, I very right. much love this conversation but we are going to do another episode and my mic arm has fallen off the table yeah so, welcome back my rotator yeah. is kind of clinched right okay. now so All if right. you could take us out welcome of the episode back i can that would be great here's how we get out of these folks hey thanks for listening to this episode of the mix six it is the first full-length episode we have recorded in person in 15 months i got it caleb uh-huh. has fixed Jesus his mic Christ. arm kind of yeah. uh, we have fucking professionals Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things we reintroduced today was people. The other was technical difficulties. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what uh, you're talking about. Yeah.
2: What oh, a, what a gift. I mean, we had zoom stuff before.
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah. And light. my
2: microphone generally. Yeah. Any your ways, microphone. Yeah. Here
0: we are. And we've made it folks. We made it through our first full length episode. Hey, if you've listened to this and enjoyed it and you want even more mix six, don't forget to check us out on Patreon where you can find a shit ton more mix six podcast mm-hmm. content. Just go to Patreon.com, Look for the mix six podcast. And while you're there, check out role playing public radio, nice clerk radio Aye. heaven on games open design and dead channels you'll find lots of mix six related and Peytonverse content on patreon and you'll get access to our discord where you can help us learn more about you you can suggest uh, topics and you can interact with our incredibly awesome and kind community don't forget to check us out on twitter at the mix six you can find us on facebook facebook.com we have a page and a group just look for the mix six podcast and as of today we have posted a new photo on instagram for the first time in an amount of time that we don't need to actually reference Thanks to Burke. And if you forget all that, just go to our website, com, which has links to all those, including our Patreon. It has been an actual pleasure to speak to you again from Ross Payton's kitchen table. And don't forget to check out our next Patreon extra episode where we do this all again. Despite having been drinking since 10 a.m. We're going back right now for Patron Extra 72, which you can find behind our Patreon paywall. We're going to get off this episode. We're going to get into another episode. And if you want to hear us even drunker, you know where to find us. I am Spencer. I am Caleb. Goodbye.